Yo fam, Coach Sam, Strong Gems Coaching, back with another solo episode for you guys. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that none of my clients say once they get healthy. And I think if more people could realize this and understand this, they would try to be their healthiest selves. But before we get into it, gents, if you could please leave a review for this podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe. This will only grow with word of mouth, so if you could please pass on this podcast and leave a review, that would be great. If you could share this episode or any other episode with two friends, I'd greatly appreciate it. I truly appreciate the love and support. All right, guys, so um, today I want to talk about something none of my clients have ever said once they got healthy, and that is that they wish they were unhealthy again. Anybody I have ever trained who completely changed their life in a positive way from incorporating better exercise, nutrition, and lifestyle habits, um, and they felt better, um, they look better, they never stopped and told me, hey Sam, you wanna know what? I wish I was unhealthy again. That never happens. You wanna know why it never happens, gents? Because being unhealthy sucks. And the crazy part, the, f- the crazy phenomenon about the cycle of being unhealthy is you don't really truly understand and know how bad you feel in the moment when you're unhealthy until you actually get healthy. And then once you get healthy, what I've noticed is many of my clients have this resentment of their old self. They're a little bit angry actually because they look at how much time they wasted, how many years they spent in pain, in brain fog, uh, in anxiety, uh, in feelings of sadness, all because of something that was in their control. And I think part of the problem with this is that exact problem is um, people assume that it's not in their control. In fact, most people are told that it's outside of their control, that the reason they're overweight is because of genetic factors. The reason they're depressed is because depression runs in the family. Now, that may add a small percentage to the reason why people are the way they are, but I am actually a firm believer that taking personal responsibility for your life and structuring it in a way that is promoting a healthier lifestyle can avoid most, if not all, of those things that I just listed. You know, whether that's metabolic diseases of the physical body, such as high blood pressure, diabetes, um, anything that comes along with being unhealthy and overweight. And there's a plethora of them, guys. There's a plethora of diseases that happen when you're overweight, especially autoimmune, not just overweight, but overweight and unhealthy, especially autoimmune diseases and things of that nature, anything metabolic. And, you know, I've had this thought for a long time, and it's crazy because I had this thought back in 2015, 16. Um, when I was working part-time at a counseling center, when I started really diving deep on the psychology of the human brain and how fitness, because I was already a personal trainer for years before I started working part-time at this counseling center. And so I had already studied the body intensely, um, especially with what was going on with my disease, Elhurst-Danlos syndrome, which I didn't know at the time, but I used to stay up and read medical textbooks to try and figure out what was going on because doctors weren't helping me out. So I had an extensive knowledge or just um you know information floating around in my head on the physical body and and then when I worked part-time as a counseling center and I had people coming in for mental disorders and mental ailments 
it really uh, encouraged me and motivated me to study more about the psychological aspect of human beings as well and how that inter you know uh, interrelates to uh, the physical body as well. And I had this theory a long time ago that mental because the people that were coming into the office, you know, I saw everybody that came into the office. I worked the front desk. I handled. I was the receptionist. You know, the office manager there. Uh, part-time and I uh, so I handled the money scheduling uh, insurance um, you know just problems and concerns and you know human relations and all that stuff right or uh, HR yeah right human relations whatever doesn't matter um, so everybody that was coming in to the office I saw and I noticed the theme every person coming into that office to get help for a mental problem a mental ailment a mental strain was also physically unhealthy and I just like it, it was bothering me to the extent where I started reading a lot of books that were about the mind body connection. Um, and we know, and we've known for a very long time, that physical health and physical fitness uh, and exercise and, and, and good nutrition does impact the, the people's moods and how they feel. Uh, and these are interventions, interventions that people have used. But my theory back then, which is now coming to light, which is crazy from people that like are pretty well established in the world of, you know, psychology. Um, there's one doctor from Harvard who has the same thing, but my, who's been saying the same thing. But my theory back then was that, um, some of these mental disorders that people are living with are actually metabolic in nature. Um, and that wasn't really thought to be the case for a long time. It was thought to be a chemical imbalance, a genetic factor, which you know may play a role. I'm not saying that those things don't play a role because obviously something's going on. Um, but you know, at baseline, I do believe that you know a lot of the mental anguishes that people deal with are metabolic in nature, meaning they they are stemming from some sort of um, problem within the body itself and not necessarily within the brain. Like the body is causing a reaction to the nervous system, which is then affecting the brain. Like even if you just think about it for a second, like if you were to put your hand on a hot stove, your, your, that hand that just got seared sends a signal to your brain that something is wrong, right? So if we're, for example, if we're eating in a certain way that is not supportive to our individual needs and being, and we break out in a rash or hives, um, what is to say that our body is not sending a signal from the nervous tissue of the skin to the brain saying something is wrong? And that could cause stress on the body and on the brain. It could cause excess inflammation. It can cause excess degeneration and just problems in general. Um, you know, but I really truly believe that these things could be sending, if, if done long enough, like if these things are, are over the course of 5, 10, 15 years, you know, um, these bad reactions happening within the body, they're sending signals to the brain and then the brain is responding in a certain way and I do believe these things affect the brain. But you know, that's just me, that's a little rant. Uh, maybe one day I'll be able to talk to somebody further about that or, or study that further and more research will come out. But I've had that theory for a long time and I've kind of like proven that with my clients in in personal training when you know I show them how to get healthier and these people take the advice they run with it uh, they lose weight they build lean muscle tissue um, they uh, improve their diet they improve their cardiovascular activity and 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 capabilities and capacity for their heart and lungs um, and they all of a sudden all of them start reporting that their mental you know, their mental state is so much better. They don't feel as depressed. They don't feel as anxious. They don't feel as overwhelmed. 
And this is time and time again. Like I said in the beginning, and the theme of this podcast, nobody has ever come to me who has gotten healthy and said, I want to be unhealthy again. And I wish more people would understand that if you're in a state where you know you're not feeling good, you're feeling a little blue, maybe you got, you know, you're breaking out in eczema and hives, or you have headaches and brain fog all the time, um, you're feeling super anxious. Like the answer is not always a drug, guys. Like that's a band-aid. You know, and I can go on a whole rant about drugs. Now, I think they have a time and place, but most of the time I think they're overprescribed and overused um, and used for too long in, in most cert, uh, circumstances with most people. But most people choose to take the pill when all they actually need to do is just address the lifestyle habits that they are currently doing and change them to a more healthier um, lifestyle in which they will get drastic benefits from. I mean, you know, I have clients who have been on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications for the brain. They've been on cholesterol medication to lower their cholesterol. They've been on blood pressure medication to lower their blood pressure. They've been on blood sugar medication to lower their blood sugar. And just from getting healthier by weight training and increasing their walk weekly walking, walking at least 30 minutes a day and practicing, you know, some some mental training strategies whether that be positive self-talk, uh, motivational psychology, and just uh, having a supportive community around them, whether that's just me or, or multiple people, it really changes their brain chemistry, their body chemistry, their life. They get off these medications and they, uh, they see great results. It's, in, it's insane to me that most people are being prescribed pills right away, even from their GPs, from their general practitioners. You go in and say, oh, I'm not feeling good. They'll be like, oh, well, here's an anxiety pill. It's like, God damn, what are we doing to these people? What are we doing, guys? This is nonsense. It's crazy. Uh, and then these these medications that we get, you know, they disrupt the body. You know, it's like, it's, it's like we think that by adding something in, there's not going to be an effect from that. And then there is effect. And honestly, I've seen people be switched from medication to medication, especially with mental health disorders. Like you're talking depression. They'll be like, oh, well, this medication wasn't right for you. So let's try this one. Oh, well, that one didn't work. Let's try it in a higher dose. Oh, well, that's not working. Let's switch to this one. And these are happening within like a year. You know, it's it's insane. And then you're, then you're really messing with the chemistry of your brain. And I've seen some serious bad side effects of this stuff. Um, again, you know, those can be used at certain times with the right individual under certain circumstances. I just think they're overprescribed, overused, and used for way too long a period of time. Um, and I think more people should develop the... Um, mindset of personal responsibility like stop searching for other people to solve your damn problems do it yourself you know there's so much information out there on the internet and i feel like people are are, you know more useless than ever for themselves because i feel like it's a analysis by paralysis uh paralysis by analysis uh, excuse me meaning that there's so much information that no one actually does anything with it because they're like well i don't know what to do and that's a real thing um and i wish people would just start somewhere like start with the basics like you know I want you guys to be healthy. I want all men to be healthy because the healthier men are in this world, the better the world is. Okay, we need strong men. We keep this thing running. We really truly do. If men didn't exist, this thing would fall apart. We do the dirty work, the hard jobs. Um, we do the difficult shit. We keep this world running and we need to be strong. And the past decade, man, we've just been going down, 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 down. And a lot of it stems from physical health. Um, so if we can get healthier physically, we will in turn synergistically without a doubt every single time get healthier mentally 
And this will increase self-worth of men. It will increase confidence. It will increase energy. It will increase work production. It will increase the services we have to other people. Um, and it's very important. So the first thing to do if you're someone who's trying and striving to get healthier is to attack the basics. Okay, guys? It's just to attack the basics. Uh, the basics for you is going to be walking at least 30 minutes five days a week and at least 20 minutes seven days a week if that's what you prefer. If that's not manageable and you can only get in three days a week, try to walk for an hour on those three days. You should be doing at least two hard strength training workouts per week to build and maintain lean muscle tissue. It's extremely important. You should also be eating a diet that consists of mostly whole foods that you have to cook, okay? Stop eating like a child. You're a grown-ass man. Eat like one. Eat for your body and your mind. These, you know, uh, pre-packaged, uh, manufactured foods that are highly processed are not serving your body well. They have ingredient lists that are off the charts. And although I've heard the argument that it's just a chemical compound, a chemical compounds exist in nature, I understand that. But that doesn't give reason to consume them all the time. And that doesn't mean that it's better than consuming a whole food diet because it's not. Uh, whole food diet, time and time again, has been shown to be the best diet, with my clients at least, to increase their mental health as well as their physical health. If we're talking just body composition and you want to lose some weight, yes, it's true. You can eat whatever you want and still lose weight. That's a fact. Calories in versus calories out. But that doesn't mean it's optimal. Okay, That doesn't mean it's going to improve your mental state. It doesn't mean that it's going to aid in more energy, more production uh, of your services to you and your other pe the people around you, your work, your career, family life, so on and so forth. But what will do that almost time and time and time and time again is a whole food diet. So sticking to real foods that you cook that are known to be healthy for you. Meat, fruits, vegetables, grains like rice, potatoes. Stick to that. Okay, uh, dial in on your sleep. Try to go to sleep around the same time every single night and wake up around the same time every single morning. It's really important to have a good circadian rhythm. Uh, to get a better circadian rhythm, uh, shut your phone off, you know, at least a half hour before you go to bed, turn the TV off, and uh, stop drinking caffeine around 2 p.m. in the afternoon. You know, if you do drink two cups of coffee, try not to drink it around 4 or 5 p.m., drink it between 1 and 3. Uh, but caffeine can keep you awake. I'm caffeine sensitive, so if I have a cup of coffee at like 4 p.m., I will be up all night. It's just the way my brain works. And I do think a lot of people are in that category. They just refuse to believe it. A lot of people think they can go to sleep on caffeine, uh, but the quality of sleep you're getting is garbage. So try and kick the caffeine uh, and place it in the earlier afternoon if you must. And uh, yeah, so uh, exercise, nutrition, sleep guys, and then also positive mindset. All right. Um, you know, support yourself. Okay. You got a lot of people in the world right now beating down on men. You got a lot of media beating down on men. You hear toxic masculinity all the time. Block that shit out. Be the best, strongest you. And that starts with you telling yourself you're going to be the best, strongest you and that you deserve to be the best, strongest you. So be your best cheerleader. Be your best friend. Positive self-talk, guys. Uh, and reach out to your friends, man. Start a community. Reach out to us. You can email us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com if you'd like some coaching. You can also follow us on all the socials and get some fantastic information and keep you motivated. Uh, but in general, guys, like I said earlier, none of my clients in the history of my 10 years plus of doing this as a personal trainer have ever told me they wish they were unhealthy again. None of them. Everybody who has gotten healthy says they will never go back to the way they used to live. And that 
is why I do what I do, to change lives forever. All right, gents, if you haven't, again, please leave a review for this podcast. I'm trying to grow this podcast, and I need your help. If you could share this episode or any other episode with two friends, I would greatly appreciate that. Don't forget the motto here is train your life to change your life because I truly believe we can train small aspects of our lives every single day to see a positive result in the future. Until next time, gents, get strong, stay strong. Peace.